1: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
2: Down the blind, Andrew Johnson. Inside for Elba. Elba will score.
1: Elba will score. Newcastle have won.
0: Game one, Blues team, Tedesco, To'o, cr- cr- uh, Critter, Best, Adokar, Walker, Moses, Trevojevic, Cook, Campbell, Gillard, Martin, Kolomotangi, Murray, Isaiah Yeo, F- uh, Saifidi, Robson, Gutherson, 18th man Drinkwater, 19th man Svensilini. I guess we've already spoken at length around the decisions uh, about these selections, correct? Yep. Cause we, Oh, yeah, we spoke about it last week. I guess going into the game as New South Welshman. Are you more confident, less confident? How are you feeling heading into game three?
2: Um, as much as I don't completely agree with the squad, uh, I, I think it is a good team that he's put together. I'm not quite sure what, what the direction is, but we've just got more to play for here. Mm. That's, the, uh, that's what does get me confident that we've got more to play for. There are guys there that are looking for, that have opportunities to show what they can do. Young guys, but there's also older guys too. Like Teddy needs to have a big game here. No doubt in that I think Cam Murray Would be looking at this Going this is my Opportunity to lock down This 13 jersey And if I'm as a Yo I'm going I need to fight my way Back into He's mm-hmm. got my jersey So I think there's A lot of things You know and you've got Keon making his debut Which I Cannot wait Just see I'm so excited To see him play Some origin footy RCG who's come back Into the side Gerbo who's come back Into the side So I think there's Plenty to watch here I think that Just I, I can't work out What's going on With our bench And I even I, I wonder if even off the back of Freddie's comments the other day about no plan for Gutho. I wonder if the plan is, bring Spencer on you in. So, can we read, have you got that quote here?
0: Anyway, so Freddie was basically quoted, um, he doesn't have a plan for Gutho off the bench for game three. Um, which, yeah, you know, I I probably, dis- well, not probably, I disagree with that. I, I'm surprised like that, you know, you would go into a game three with a guy on the bench essentially just waiting to see how the game unfolds what rather than you know it seems like Queensland's selections are we've got a game plan we're going to we're going to play towards that game plan rather than now to be fair it hasn't worked in this this series but sometimes playing a more defensive mindset actually does work if you know what i mean like let's say a center goes down for both teams and one team has an outside back to defend and one doesn't and that's what wins them the game but Matty, what's the exact So, quote? the
3: quote is in nearly this is from Brad Fittler. In nearly most games, we've had an injury in the outside backs. So, he, Gutho, covers anywhere from 5'8 to fullback, but I haven't got a plan for him.
2: Mm. See, for me, like when, when I read that, I like if you're going to pick Gutho as what it sounds like is just coverage if there's an injury, she's like, I would have seriously considered looking at like a Dylan Walker who mm. can cover in and cover nearly all those <laughs> spots. But you can also just chuck him on in the middle and use his leg speed. I, I just think Gutho is a weirdly specific pick to have there, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I think maybe what what got Gutho across the line is the energy he brings to camp mm. and the vibe. Just fair, yeah. is fair. Um, I agree with you. I what's crazy is I still would have gone with Burton.
2: I still would have gone with Burton one hundred percent because he's
0: a Dally M center. We know he can play six. He's actually played a little bit of seven, not that well, but I mean he's played it. Good um, play wing at a pinch.
2: Good play fullback. And I mean, does it make you wonder, Kempi, if the teams were picked today instead of last Monday? Is Matt Burton in off his game yesterday?
0: Yeah, so, you know you don't want to. Oh, no. I know. Yeah,
2: it's tough. But like, yeah. uh, I mean, he, he was in the system last year. I th- I, I I think it was you or, or someone was talking about last week. I was listening. that made a really good point. Like. He went up to Suncorp last year, got in that stink. It just showed Queensland. No, res- no yes, respect. Is that you? Yeah, no, I thought that was a really me, good whatever, whatever, point. Whatever. Not a bad thing. No one take, likes yeah. to give me any appreciation
0: for my great takes. I just <laughs> not your best, like not it. your worst. It was fine,
2: though. <laughs> uh, but, like, I think that's a fantastic point. And I I can't believe he isn't at centre, 5'8", or on the bench. And I, I, I get Cody Walker's had a fantastic season. But if I'm looking down the path of where the direction the New South Wales Blues are going, I probably don't have Cody Walker in that picture. Mm. I have Matt Burton definitely in that picture somewhere. It's just, it just just, odd selections because I don't understand which direction we're sort of going. Mm. And if we are picking a team to win this exact game, I'd have a plan for all my players.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Burton, again, the Burton one was surprised. Like, I know I'm biased and I'm super biased, but like, you almost go, okay, do I select players that the opposition respect the fuck out of? And Burton is a guy like that. Like, all Queensland respect the fuck out of Burton because even though, like, Gagai is not a small bloke. He is a scary, strong bloke, like, and he's an origin legend. Even though, you know, Gagai looked like he was winning it and Burton, you know, didn't look like Tim Zhu out there, it's not about that. It's about the fact that he was in Suncorp ready to go. Like, he was ready to fucking throw down with an origin legend that's where you go. You go, as a Queenslander, you're nothing but respect, like nothing but respect. Um, and he played well. That's what, like one man of the match in game. Anyway, we've been over this. Apologies, guys, listening. Money, were you going to say something?
3: Oh, I was just going to go back to the um, plans for the future. I've actually got a pretty strong opinion on Clint Gutherson when it comes to Origin, and uh, feel free to disagree. But I actually think that, and it, this doesn't actually this doesn't help for winning game three because not having a plan probably not ideal, but. I think if Teddy doesn't play game one next year, Clint Gutherson is quite easily my number one contender to be the Blues fullback. Mm. So he, again, it doesn't help for winning this particular game, but if, if I'm looking for the future, like he's obviously not the best the best of the lot, like you'd have Trell probably, but Trell's probably the best centre in the world as well and Turbo, we're not sure. And I reckon he's just above when it comes to Origin Drinkwater and Dylan Edwards. So I, I guess that's one... For me, that's one positive for Clint Gutherson.
2: Yeah, I, I don't think if i If I was picking a fullback for next year and it wasn't Teddy, I don't, I don't think I'd have Gutho in my top three mm. right now.
0: Yeah, I'd I probably. W- I'd have Gutho in contention. I really would. Just like his ball playing's really good. He's the fittest bloke on the field most occasions. And obviously, Origin's all about fitness. So I, I would have him in the. Definitely in the conversation. Because the, the concern, I guess, with Drinkwater is probably his defense. Yep. And Gutho is defensively
2: probably the best fullback in the game. Mm. You reckon?
3: Yeah. He's up there. Yep. Who, who would yours be, Guru? Uh,
2: well, I would be, if you've got Latrell or Turbo Fit, I would be going with one of them at fullback yep. for sure. Um, <laughs> I know he can't seem to buy a bait into the team at the moment, but even like Hines, I would love to see him at one. Mm-hmm. He's a fantastic halfback, don't get me wrong, but we've seen him play fullback and he is unreal there as well. So maybe me maybe saying Guthrie wouldn't be in my top three was harsh, but I would definitely have Latrell and Turbo before him 100%.
3: Yeah, fair. I, I'm just saying, I, as Dennis said, like his his effort on effort and his work rate combined with what we know he can do, combined yeah. with his defence, I think he's pretty well made for origin. And obviously, as I said, he's not as good as Latrell. For me, Latrell's the best centre in the world. You might as well just have him there if you can have them both. But that's just, that's just my so, opinion.
2: So would we have Gutho in front of Dill Edwards, for example? The, the,
0: the Dill Edwards has the fucking curse of being a similar player to Teddy. Yeah. And so he has every chance of going in there and killing it. But at the same time, he's cursed by, oh, well, Teddy's this kind of player. All of these things are stacked against Dylan Edwards. Okay, so he's similar to Teddy. Reese Walsh is on the other side killing it. KP on the other side was killing it. And so all of the, you know, the idea of having a ball-playing fullback that can skin you constantly with, you know, incredible timing and passing, like it's 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 so unfair on Edwards because he's been the form fullback essentially of the last, what, two years minimum? Yep. So, oh, but the, then you go, okay, well – you know, guys, you always talk about origin players, guys that would just thrive in that arena. Like, Dylan Edwards is that guy. He would just... He played a grand final with a broken foot.
2: Yeah, and it's why, like, if you think about this team right now, if Ryan Pappenhausen was available, we would have the, the last two, Clive Churchill medalists and the reigning Dalian player not picking, mm. and Jack Whiten, that we, chance we weren't going to pick either. Yes.
0: Yeah. Like so I think Dylan Edwards definitely should be in the conversation. Like, he should be... But it just depends on you need to have a specific game plan because then you know who to pick for it. Whereas I think at the moment, New South Wales, they're picking, but they're not picking for a game plan. They're just picking kind of like, okay, this guy's playing really well in this position. This guy's playing, really, you know, I, I, and I, I'm probably, you know, I'm, I'm sure there does, a lot of thought does go into selection, but outside looking in, it doesn't seem like it being, I mean, that's a bit unfair because it you did pick a lot of Penrith players and it seemed like you were playing the Penrith style. So, you know, maybe that's the game plan, but, I think that, like with Dylan Edwards, if you do that, then you better have a six and seven that can put points on. Um, and unfortunately for this series, sixes and seven haven't been able to put points on.
2: That's right as well, I look back to game two. Nathan Cleary was out. Freddie had a decision to make. He, he went with Mitch Moses. He also had a decision to make. Who's he got at 5'8"? Mm. Back to Romelu I, and now that we're trying to win this game apparently – Cody Walker's your guy like if you I, I just find it strange that Freddie's not looking to the future with a Matt Burton in this game but in game two when it was on the line he still went with Jerome Lui over Cody Walker yeah it's, it's, I and I like I, I'm all for us trying to win this game because we should be trying to avoid the whitewash and put some pride back in this jersey but I also just think what like I am further away right now than I ever have been from predicting our spine for game one next year
0: yeah
2: like it could be anyone
0: it really could. I mean, it could be Mitchell Moses with Cook. Uh, sorry, Mitchell Moses with Walker. It could be Moses with Hines. It could be uh, Cleary with Moses. It could be Cleary with Hines. It could be Cleary with Walker. It Could be Luai again. Um, yeah, it's it's tough because like Freddie has done such an incredible job before he got into the gig of building the next generation. He made all New South Welshmen fall back in love with Origin and what it meant to be an Origin player and all that. And it just seems like all that really good work h- hasn't come to fruition. Yeah. Um, and just again, some of these game plan selections, I'm just, I would love to hear Freddie's explanation as to why he went, you know, with this player or that player, um, because I'm sure they've got good reasons. I just, I personally, obviously, disagree with some selections.
2: But it's like, and I agree with you. He did so well on the pathways, but then all these blokes, he's like so many of these guys, he's brought through the pathways. He's given an opportunity. Gone, nah. You're not the one. I'm moving on. Yeah, and that's, that's where, like, I said to Matty the other day, and I don't know, m- maybe it's over the top. But if I was given, if I was coaching New South Wales next year, if they move away from Freddie, they go somewhere else. I think whoever that coach is, I think you have to have a meeting with the 80 dudes that are in contention and say, hey, we're starting again. Mm. I don't care if you've played one game, 13 minutes, whatever, and been brushed. We're starting again.
0: I think also that they, whoever is the coach next year, whether it is Freddie or not, they need to have a really clear criteria for who gets selected. Mm. I think like at the moment, when I see these teams get selected, I'm like, what's the criteria? Like what is the what are the points on the page? What is the checkbox that you go through and go, This is a guy that suits the jersey and suits my game plan?
2: And I reckon if you went around to each of the Queensland Maroons on Wednesday night and said why are you in this side? Mm. They'd be able to tell you what it takes to be a Queenslander. Like, I, I think at the moment we're lacking a lot of identity and that would be part of my meeting with these guys. I would have, this is what it takes to be a New South Welshman. You need to tick these boxes. You need to be doing these things. And if you're not doing those, you're not going to be in the side. Well, you know what it takes now.
0: Perfect example, the nine with Billy. He literally called him and <laughs> said, mate, your form hasn't been good. You need to show us that you deserve to be in this jersey what does Nanai do? Comes out and absolutely fucking turns a comp head.
2: Yeah. Oh, man, I rem- I remember at the start of this Origin Series, I was sitting in my Queensland Simon, so you know, egg all over my face. But I was going, is Lindsay Collins going to be on my side? Mm. And now I'm going, he'd be my first choice between Kangaroo's front row. He
0: might fucking win Player of the
2: Series. As a he should role. win Player of the Series.
0: <laughs> Another guy, um, look at Fafita. I'm sure that he got a call from Billy Slater at the start of the year. And Billy Slater said, because I actually, we spoke, so yeah. I spoke to Fafita on the captain's run. And just said, mate, like, are you 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 keen to work your way back into Queensland? And of course he's gonna say yes. Like, but it was the way he said yes. Like it was some people say, Oh, I'm just gonna worry about my club footy and that will take care of it. No, Fafida was like, No, no, I really wanna get back that jersey back and I wanna get back into it. And so I reckon Billy called him at the start of the year and said, mate, if you wanna be in this jersey, you need to do this and He's playing like a Queenslander
2: at Club. And you reckon the things that Billy Slater said you need to do are they get in a dummy half and have huge highlights? No, no way. It's Straighten just up. the fundamental things yeah. which he has done this entire Origin series. He's been outstanding
0: for us. He's been he's been like, think about would you ever get to a point where you would call Fafida a toiler?
2: Like the way that he has played in this origin series has been exactly what you needed, but it's been closer to Felice Cafusi than what we're used to seeing from Fafida. It's, it's,
0: yeah. it's closer to like um, A bloody... Who's been someone? Dallas Johnson. Like, maybe not making as much defensive tackle, but that just straight hard line running to get a field position so that they can hit short side. It's very Tyson Brazil. Yeah, just just straight hard. Whereas that's, like, not even for Fita's game, but he's done it because he wants to be
2: in the side. This is the best thing for his team. Yeah.
0: Um, So, anyway, in regards to the the Blues, that's why it's, like, really important that, you know, people get down there. I'll be down there for the TikTok for the NRL guys, so... Uh, make sure to come say hi at the NRL TikTok venue. Uh, we are with Josh Mansour and Toby Rudolph. Um, I guess as well, the concern is okay. We got Murray at thirteen, so that's a completely different game plan to Isaiah Yo being there. But is that the direction that we're heading? in? Again, I, I just I look at the side and I go, is he, is it being picked for a game plan that he thinks is good, or is it more just like okay, we'll put this guy here. Hopefully he plays really well. You know, I, I don't know if he's coming in with a clear, clear selection around like this. is. Like for example, Isaiah Yeo at 14, Cam Murray at, at 13, that changes your – and then you've got Cook, um, Walker. That's a completely different game to the Penrith Panthers. Like they are not even remotely close.
2: And, mate, I, like I can't get in the head of Freddie to work out if this is a hit and hope or if there is a plan here. I guess, like, you've got Isaiah Yeo, you've got um, Damien Cook, RCG, oh, sorry, uh, Jake Travorovich, RCG, Isaiah Yeo, All guys that can play huge minutes, as can Cam Murray. I would imagine that's played into his selection. Yeah. It would have to be. And that's like, why
0: Clint's on the bench, so they've got big minute players. Big minute players. Uh, but then.
2: But Saifidi's yeah. not really a big minute player. The Saifedi one, I, I can't make. Congratulations to him. And when he's played Origin before, he's been good. But that one has come completely from the clouds for me.
0: Yeah, because like he wasn't even in the squad heading into it. Tavita nope. was in front of him. Stefano was in front of him. Bowler was in front of him.
2: And to have Spensalenu on the extended, I just give Spensalenu a shot. Yeah. Chuck him in there. Yeah, I,
0: I, I, as I said, conspiratorial. I'm like, does he get put on the bench? You know, it
2: before? makes so much sense that it doesn't make sense. Yeah, <laughs> like that's the point we're at with this stuff. And I, and you know, I, I'll be honest with you. Spensalenu does play. I want him to play. God, it's going to piss me off that we spend 10 days playing mind games in game three when the series is gone. Mm. Yeah. Um, look, once again, would Slater do that? No, I
0: don't think so. I don't think so. The, the only thing that – one thing that has actually slipped everyone's mind, Harry Grant's starting. Very Like, no one's even talked about it. Mm. And it slipped ours last week. Obviously, we in a rush. Harry Grant's starting is very interesting and again, it, like, it just seems like with Queensland, he's got a very specific idea of what... Like, tell me what coach, after winning a series, changes something he doesn't need to change. But like, I think that it seems with Queensland that they got a very specific game plan for each game. Like, this is how we want to play. This is who I'm selecting. Game three, clearly, if, I mean, if Harry Grant starts, maybe Ben Hunt comes on, but clearly they've got a different type of footy they want to play in Sydney.
2: I think there's a good chance that Harry Grant plays much bigger minutes than what he has previously in this game. Yeah. I think Slater might take the opportunity because Ben Hunt's getting older. DC is also getting older, so you might find that, you know, wait, how many Origin series do you, do you reckon DC has got left in him? One or two? Minimum one. Minimum one. Let's yeah. say he has one to go. I, I do question if maybe they might take that opportunity just for a year to have Ben Hunt as the seven mm. potentially. So I, I reckon you'll see Harry. I think this will be a little insight to what they expect for Harry Grant years to come because, like, I mean, it's. It's fantastic to have two hookers Mm. when you've got arguably the two best hookers in rugby league. Mm. Won't always be that, that that won't always be the way that it plays out. And I think eventually Queensland will move towards Harry Grant playing 60, 70, if not potentially 80 minutes.
3: Every time Harry Grant has been named on the bench, he's played. And every time he's been named, well, the one time he's been named a hooker, he started. So yeah, as history would say, I would say that he's definitely starting.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, Anyway, with the blue side, yeah, I'm, I, I agree with you. I'm stoked for Keon. The only thing I, I – the concern I have, I guess, with these young guys coming in is like don't give them one game and then flick him. like – you know, Hudson Young now, I'm sure he's pissed off. Um, and obviously, you know, that pissed off – being pissed off can turn into fire and make them a better player. You know,
2: Stefano, I'm sure he's a bit like, you know, what, what do I got to do? Um, and I feel really sorry for Stefano, and I'll be the first to say I wouldn't have picked him in the first place. Mm. But, like, I'd, I'd love to know the explanation he's been given, that his opportunity was to play a few minutes before half-time, a few minutes after, and your job's done. Thanks for coming.
0: And he didn't, I, he didn't play bad. He won he the contract. He didn't play
2: poorly. Yeah, I don't... I don't uh, yeah, bizarre. Um, Jake Joyce back in his huge,
0: huge. I really think that... Uh, New South Wales have got to lean into Jake Trovojevic, and you know and they have to. a agree, you know he didn't get picked, and then they brought him in. Um, but if you need a guy to show what it is to wear a Blues jersey, it's Jake Trovojevic. I think that they need to lean into Cam Murray. Uh, as I'd go as far to say as make Cam Murray the captain next year, um, because he's a guy that can bring back that you know what it means to be in a Blues jersey. Um, so I, I, you've got to give uh, New South Wales credit in regards to – we have to remember, Isaiah Yeo is the back-to-back premiership winning 13, and he's been in three grand finals in a world, in a row. It takes guts to go, no, nah, we're going to put Cam Murray there for game three. Very easy to go, look, let's just play it safe. We know Isaiah can get the job, job done. So I like Cam Murray at 13. Um, as I said from, from day dot, it's not like the Australian side where you can afford to have him coming off the bench. Yep. This is a New South Wales side that's desperate for a win. You need Cam Murray on there for as many minutes as possible because he's such a good player. Matter of fact, if you go back and look at the series where you struggled in, Cam Murray's been either injured or knocked out in the big game. So game one, I think of 2020, did his hummy, missed the whole series. Uh 2022, he got knocked out in the decider in the first fucking three minutes or whatever. And so I'm I'm stoked that Cam's um yeah, gonna be starting. And I think that he just needs to like you just stick with Kim there, bloody, for as long as he wants to play there, pretty much.
2: And this is where, like, if, if, if we do come out and win this game, which I think at home we should be able to, then get get the game one next year and, you know, Nath's available again. Is he the halfback? Is it his team? If so, who's his 13? Appy will be available again. Who's his nine? Mm. He's got all these question marks. See, I think, I think that you've got to move away
0: from that thinking altogether yep. and go, no, no. Nate and I'm not <coughs> Cleary. I'm sure not. I'm sure we saw him do it in um, Australia, but it's not okay. Who do I pick to play a game plan that suits you? It's more. I've got a game plan. This is the way we're going to play. I'm going to pick players that are going to suit that game plan. Yeah. Um, and if that means that you know, Cleary takes a little bit of a back seat in regards to he's not as relied upon to be the tri this guy. And he's more just like a DCE, where it's mate. I just need you to kick the shit out of that ball, and then it's the six that is relied on to to get those points. It's the one that's relied on because that's the one thing like bringing the Scotty Drinkwater does. It and a Cody Walker is that points are going to be there. Like put it this way, and it's hindsight hero guys. I'm not saying that you know I was definite on from game one, but Cody Walker at six, minimum twelve points he scores in game one because he, he all the possession that you had. Now again, I'm I'm not saying that I would have um, like he was in the mix for me, but I probably would have kept giving Lui that first shot. I'm just saying that going forward, you need to look at okay, game one struggle to score points, game two struggle to score points, and who do we who can we bring in that's going to alleviate that points? It's either Scotty Drinkwater or Cody Walker, or Nico Hines, and can we. The shortcomings that we have in their games, whether it's age, whether it's defence, whether it's errors, can we build around that to to minimise that effect? their effect?
2: I mean, you have a look at Cody Walker in this game. Like, if he comes in and has a blinder, what do you do with him game on next year? Well, I keep saying he's old. He's 33. He's a year younger than DCE. Yeah. And also, he deb- debuted way later. Yeah. Way later. And he's playing, you know, I, I think some of the best footies ever played.
0: Yeah. I, I um, obviously, I hope Queensland win, but I hope Cody Walker has a blinder because I just think that, the, the, the narrative that he was just terrible in origin, I personally just don't agree with it. He was okay in game one that he played. Like his debut, quiet first half, okay second half, and then he got hooked, didn't he?
3: He got hooked. Game two? I, I, sorry. So game – Didn't he get injured? Game, he got hooked in his first game. Yeah. And then that's when Jack White went into 5-8. And then next time he came back, Keery got hooked and he, got, he, he got came it. on for him.
0: Oh, so I didn't think he was that bad in game one. Um, In his debut Was he great? No He was just quiet He just didn't do much Uh, And then his other games I think he's been outstanding
2: Jeez doesn't Luke Keery Playing for New South Wales Feel like
0: Forever ago Decades ago Yeah yeah, Yep absolutely Uh, So Can't wait Cannot wait Uh, Bradman Best You know If I'm the coach I'm just saying to Bradman I just Mate I need 15 tough carries I don't want to I don't need to see any flick passes I don't need to see any crazy stuff Just give me 15 tough carries and everything else will take care of itself.
2: And I really hope whoever's on his edge, God, I hope it's Cody Walker, but there's been rumours he could be on the right. Just get the ball to Bradman Best early. Just yes. give him early pill. Just let yep. him do his thing.
0: And just say, mate, just do the 1%. It's like, if, if there's a catch and pass, sweet. If not, just take it and fucking hit up hard. Don't, don't worry about flicks. Like, if, yep. if the, the moment will come, you'll know it. Whereas the concern is, is sometimes young fellas come in and they think that they need to, you know... And I'm sure Freddie and Joey are all having these conversations... You know, let's put a disclaimer down. They all know rugby league way better than we do. We're just uh, some dribblers talking footy. Um, but, yeah, outside of that, I, the, I, the starting side, I probably would only change one thing. Um, well, maybe two, but I probably would have had Burton there. But Braben Best is there, and he has heaps of potential. Riggin' Campbell-Gillard, great. Jake Travorich, great. Liam Martin, great. You know what I mean? So, like, the starting side, it's good. It's just a bench in regards to I'm still unsure how it's going to be used.
2: Yeah, and, and I wouldn't have picked uh, Bradman Best myself. I would have gone for Burton. Mm. But, mate, hopefully this can be the start of something for Bradman Best where he just emerges and, you know, it's happened in Origin many times before where guys appear. and You don't expect it and they go, hey, I'm an Origin player. This yeah. is the stage I should be on. Yeah. I really hope Bradman's
0: one of those guys. The positive for New South Wales is... You're not selecting a player who doesn't have that in him.
2: He's got that potential. And if, yeah. you, if you
0: want to say he doesn't, you're kidding yourself. Yeah, you're kidding yourself. So, like, the scary thing for New South Wales would be if they selected some dude randomly and he didn't have that in him. He was just like a battler that, yeah. you know, got through his tackles, did good defense, which, you know, sometimes in a game plan, if that works, that works. The positive is Bradman Best absolutely has it in him to break the game open. Like, he is, he is an f- unbelievable talent. Now, and- hopefully
2: he does it. Take the example of Hammer a few years ago. Wasn't it this very similar situation he was yeah. picked to Mark turban We all went, oh, he's not going to handle himself, blah, blah, blah. Now, now when they, whenever, like the next 10 years, he's going to be an automatic. Regardless of form, so, regardless of anything, he's going to be there and he can cover any position in that back line. And I'm so confident as a New South Wales fan, he'll have a 10 out of 10 wherever he's playing.
1: Yeah.
0: says I mean, a perfect example. Came in game three, everyone thought, what the hell? Like playing at centre against Tom Travoy, is going to get absolutely skinned.
2: He's um. not even the best at any position in his club team.
0: Yeah. Well. So hopefully Bradman Best can be a similar – I mean, no, I'm not saying Bradman is as good as Samiso, but similar vein of picked out of kind of in nowhere, but has the potential to be great. Because both of them came in to their debut, everyone agreeing that they had crazy potential. So hopefully it comes out. Now on to Queensland side. Um, I love Brimont fullback. I initially, I've spoken about it, but initially I was like, you know, maybe they move Munster to, to fullback – and they put Deirdre in at six just to give him game time for the future. But the more I think about it, the more I agree with Billy Slater's decision of like, you know, we know and can step up. He's done it. So it's like, okay, let's go there and send a message and get the win. Plus, you know, I think this is also a reward for Brimo. The fact that he made had that debut, played really well, and then he hadn't been back in the side. Well, I think he was 14 once. Um, it's showing like, you know, here's your, here's your other opportunity to throw your name in the hat for that fullback position.
2: I will selfishly always want to play Cam Munster at fullback whenever I can. And when I first thought about it, I loved it. But I, I agree. I think Billy's made the right call here, AJ. And uh, I think he's going to remind everyone how good he is
0: yeah. on Wednesday. And, you know, it might have just been too much to go, all right, did in there and Munster at fullback. It might
2: just change the game plan too much. Yeah. Um, I also think, like, you might have been more... Leaning towards doing it If Dearden hadn't come in Previously in a decider And shown you what he can do Yeah I, I, I just think they're sitting there going Dearden will be When we need him He's ready
0: He's ready alright He is playing a Such good footy It's a joke um,
2: it's, it's actually going to hurt New South Wales a lot That Chad Townsend Arrived in North Queensland
0: Yeah Absolutely He's been so good for Dearden So good Again Another one of those signings Where it's so much off field This like Half rugby league Is off the field Maybe even fucking More than half
2: Especially when you think about Dearden He's got an entire spine up there at North Queensland That's all New South Wales players He's got a coached New South Wales player And he's the one that I think is going to take the most from it all
0: Uh, Ruben Cotter starting at 8 Tino at 10 Interesting that they've gone back Because they changed that last game I'm pretty sure And so remember game 1 Cotter and Tino were named on the bench And they ended up starting Uh, So interesting that they've gone back to that starting pack I wonder whether that has anything to do with it being away from Suncorp because like that's the only common denominator is like there's two games that are away and they've gone with it. Maybe it's a fitness thing and the fact that they're going to, you know, need to be extremely good in defense, good laterally. What were their starting props in game two?
3: So game one was Tino and Cotter and game two was, uh, sorry, one sec. Anyway, um, Sorry, I just I just lost it. Game two was Flegler and Tino. Yeah, so that's uh, – I wonder, maybe that's injury but, forced rather than
0: – but even Flegler to start, that's a bold move.
2: Such a bold
3: <laughs> move. It's fucking so bold. Maybe they maybe they moved – they did it because last game, Cotter, they needed to put him in the back row to start. But wouldn't you just Which then? – wouldn't you go back to – because like they've gone back to Cotter starting – yeah.
0: So it's, I think it's clearly a, a game plan, like specific game plan.
2: I feel like no matter how much I look into these team lists, and everything, I just I always feel like Slater's just on that another level.
0: Mm.
2: He, he just sees it and gets it better than just about anyone at
0: the mm. moment. Yeah. And when you think about it, you're like, a fullback actually probably should, like an intelligent fullback, because they, they get to see the game from the best seat in the house. Very underrated part of... Yeah, yeah. like he sees everything. Yeah. So he, he is... You know, whereas a six and a seven, like, they've got their sides, they're in the mix of it, they can't... Whereas a fullback knows the, the flow of a game.
2: Yeah, what a Slater spend, 300 games working out the best way to defend and yep. through, you know, especially if you think about the era that he played, how much the game changed over that time. Yeah. Did it in Origins, did it in Internationals. He's, he's probably looking at close to 400 games of doing that. Mm. Incredible.
0: Did you see the footage of him running around at fullback for Queensland? Yeah. Really tell his stuff. Oh, <laughs> mate, he...
2: he you were desperate You could chuck him out
0: there He'd probably do a job I He'd 100% Smithy, do a job I reckon him and Smithy Would do a job
2: um, oh, Smithy Jesus Fuck <laughs> <laughs> um, Smithy could walk back in today And still be the best hooker in rugby league. He probably but would I stand by Mate, it He fucking would
0: He'd just need a little preseason, Three or four weeks Four weeks He'd be good to go yeah.
2: And no one's ever said A preseason is three or four weeks Either but that's the sort of Player Smithy is
0: Yeah uh, But yeah seeing the video If you haven't where, where did you see it Anyway I should have posted On my Instagram Anyway It's a it's a video of Billy Slater at fullback opposing, and he's just he's barking orders, he's putting players in positions, he's moving super smooth. It's just it's just rugby league in heaven. Well, there was even he, like
2: the Melbourne Storm put out a clip last year of him just playing in, in an opposed mm-hmm. session. It was just like like he's making all the like the guys he was running past are internationals.
0: Yeah. Honestly, a lot of those players like Billy and that. If there was no contact,
2: they could play till they're like forty. Yeah, it's just the contact that kills you, um, which makes it unbelievable. These guys play three hundred games. You think just had so much more to offer.
0: Yeah, yep. Uh, so yeah, cannot wait. Really, really. Uh, you know, I don't think like I don't like talking dynasties at all, and I don't think that these guys are in even close to that. Um, that chatter, but I do think that. When you talk about your own history, your own legend, if they go out and they whitewash, uh, they're such a young side that they're building themselves for an incredible future. Now, DCE obviously has to be replaced. That can be Ben Hunt. That can be Dearden. But if they go out and do this, they'd probably be one of the youngest sides ever to
2: whitewash. Yeah, and as you said, like... Like, I, don't, I don't think any team can possibly reach the heights of your eight in a row. No, no way. But I, I think like your, your eight in a row was there was like five or six key guys it was built around. Mm. And then in my opinion, there was a lot of guys in your forward pack and, you know, outside backs that I actually thought quite often for Wales we had better players in those positions, but mm. it was your key positions, whereas it was just impossible to keep up with. Like I reckon one to 17, like this team is more evenly spread out and more talented across the board. Well, like, I just and what your that, eight in a row was?
0: Well, like, for example, the eight in a row, they didn't have a back row for Fida and Nanai No. and Carrigan. Um, and so that's the exciting thing. Look, as I said, they're nowhere near a dynasty talk. There's nowhere near – no chat of like, oh, yeah, they're just going to beat New South Wales for the next two or three years. Absolutely not. But they do have an opportunity to create their own legend right now. They have an opportunity to be at the beginnings of, yes, they may not win every single origin, but – Remember that dominant period, post-dominant period? And it was all these young, incredible forwards that were coming through. Uh, and to, to do it in their second year together, essentially, Billy Slater, um, it would just be such an incredible feat.
2: And like, it's all good and well to do what we just did, point out the players, but it's just that you've they've all brought in and they all believe in the same direction they're going in, which is yeah. what we lack like at the moment.
0: They, they, they seem like a team that enjoy the hard work. Yep. They just enjoy it. So they might not win every game, but they're going to make every game mostly a shit fight. Now, to be you know, as I said, like we have to remember, 2022, they got absolutely fucking tailed up in game two. So people that think that this team is unbeatable, it's just not true. It's just not true. Um, but they have such a good opportunity to begin their own legend. You know, to, to kind of step out of the shadow of that eight in a row. And I think there's no more better person to exemplify that than DCE.
2: Yeah, and, you know, if you go back to the end of, like, 2017 when finally the Smiths it era, or 2018, whenever it was when they last played, and you said, oh, one of these teams is going to have a young squad that's set up for the next 10 years, you would have put your house on it being New South Wales. Yep,
0: absolutely, absolutely. Um, And, yeah, I just think this year is such a – like, the perfect figurehead of stepping out of that shadow because that shadow has completely changed the way we look at Origin Rugby League. Like, it has – just warped our minds and I think DCE is such a good example of he was lost in the noise of that incredible dynasty for Queensland now he has his own history like when I think of DCE I don't think of him as part of that eight in a row yeah, nor do I. I think of him as this generation Yeah, which is just really impressive and I think that yeah this generation and this squad just have such an opportunity to build their own legacy and build their own history and I think in the
2: NRL over the last two or three years there's been a lot of fantastic examples of just how important an older and experienced halfback is, mm. whether it be Chad, whether it be SJ, these sort of guys. And I know in the end, he plays three games a year for Queensland, but he has been so important to this side. Mm. And there's faster, more talented, all, all these, all these other halfbacks that have got so much over DCE seemingly, but making the right decision, eight to nine times out of 10, mm. makes all the difference. And just knowing mailing, when to kick, yeah. where to kick, all yeah. those little things. And DC is not, not f- so far from a perfect footballer, but between the years, he makes the right calls.
0: Yeah, and listens to the game plan given to him. Yep, and nails it. Like that, that's the one thing that I think that Queensland have definitely done over the last two series is out game planned um, the opposition outside of obviously that tailing up. in that's game That's where play.
2: like I think DCE comes into Origin, and you can literally like if you understand the game, you can watch DCE the way that he plays in Origin is so different the way he plays at Clubland. Yeah, because you get these guys and they come in to play Queensland footy, and I feel like in New South Wales we're trying to play Panthers footy. Mm. We're trying well,
0: to ironically yeah. saying that. The, the year that we got beaten by that record margin, I felt DC was trying to do too much. Mm. And he was playing like he played at club footy. Whereas now I think he's found that sweet spot of knowing, like, I can do all these things, but Munster's the guy I need to get the ball to. And for
2: me, that is nothing more than confidence in game play.
3: Yeah, absolutely. So I've done a quick blitz search of the entire origin history. My first thought was youngest, youngest team to sweep. My first thought was 95 Queensland. This team is actually slightly younger Went through every single whitewash, and I will have to double-check just in case I am a but from what I can see, this would be the youngest ever team to whitewash a team in origin history. Bo- both sides, in Avalanche or Queensland. I can't believe the 95 side is older.
0: And that's and what's so special about this side. Like, this is a special, special squad of players. Every single one of them has a great attitude. There's no, you know... Especially in the forward pack, they're all toilers. Every one of them. And then you're mixing... Toiler with incredible talent, and you, you you
2: get these great forwards. You know what else makes it super impressive when you compare to the 95 side? 95 had no choice but to pick those players. Mm. Queensland had a choice to pick yeah, Gagai, to pick Felice Cafusi, to pick, you know, and Caelan Ponger. He's not the oldest, most mature head in the world, he's heaps older than Maurice Walsh. Mm. And they made the decision to go with this younger crew, and Billy's now set themselves up for years to come. Yeah. Like, think about like, Selwyn Cobbett
0: <clears throat> is not playing in game three. Like, that's a strong decision from Billy Slater. Yeah. You know, he came out and he got the match winner through yeah, pure brilliance and he's gone, up, no, got a game plan. I've got a player that played well last game. We won the thing I, I'm sticking with. You know, it's just – now, saying all of that, we have to remember people, Freddie Fitler was in the same position um, Billy Slater was. He'd won two in a row. Man, he didn't whitewash and Billy may not. So things can change quite quickly, you know. It's – you know, we, we forget that Freddie did this exact same thing, came in, blooded a bunch of debutants, and blew Queensland off the park. Um, so, you know, its origin is so hard. It's so hard. So to expect teams to just be dominant forever, it's not going to happen. But there's a good opportunity to create their own legacy.
2: And I hope the Queensland House of Cards falls into a heap, but I am so far from <laughs> confident on well, that. Well, I
0: mean, Billy might not even be a coach next year. hasn't even committed because he's he's got other he's a family to take care of. You know what I mean? Like he only did it. He said literally his words. I only took the job because Queensland needed me.
1: A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times.
2: Take next year off, go and pat some horses, <laughs> eat some bananas and leave us alone.
0: Uh, I'll be a coach if you need a coach, guys. The assistant of the assistant, it's only a natural progression, isn't it? Hey, you can take your New South Wales-born son to the game. That'll be good. No, if I'm the coach of Queensland, he's getting born up there. There's some VIP treatment. Matter of fact, that's part of the contract. That's part of the contract. You get the son up there, VIP treatment, born. We can actually, actually – part of the contract <clears throat> will be we need Wally Lewis, Cameron Smith, Darren Lockyer, Thurston – all of the Queensland legends in the room as the child is birthed and then I present the birth, the child to them,
2: they bless them, Queensland, and then he becomes great. So not very often you get an opportunity to have a lifetime of banter but that's literally oh, what's no. being born soon. No I'm actually left. like,
0: so, I'm actually really worried for him like in regards to like it's so much added pressure that he's going to have to deal with like in the playground, like, like for example, I look at like Maddie Johns' kids and I'm not saying I'm Maddie John, i just like, think about how different their lives was. It's mm. like, you almost want to fly the kid away from and just be like i just want you to have a normal childhood without all that extra pressure all that extra so i'm teaching him to fight from two years old so i can punch on and right out. yeah it is it's so weird how like a child puts everything like even little things i'm covered in tattoos mm. i'm like i don't i don't want my son but he's going to look at his dad anyway I need to see a therapist yeah, you
2: scare me <laughs>